How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. Hey, you tuned in live to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurt Karan here in the studio, streaming worldwide at wyab.com. The TuneIn app and Alexa, just search WYAB. <clears throat> We're, of course, pumping it across the airwaves this morning at 103.9 FM here in central Mississippi. The big stick all the way from Madison to Simpson County and everywhere in between. We are WYAB. That put some sauce on it this morning, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good morning. It's cold. It's cold. That's why you got to do that. It is cold. It is cold. But uh, it wasn't too bad. It's going to be cold tomorrow. What, Thursday morning, I think? It's supposed to get pretty cold? Yeah, tomorrow morning is supposed to be really cold. You know, I don't watch the news anymore. And I I, I mean, I, I get it. I, I go, I'm on the websites. I see it. I, I know what's going on. But I just I, can't, I don't sit and watch the news. So, therefore, I miss the weather. You don't hit the uh, weather app or anything like that? I'm hitting it now as we speak just for, just for poops and giggles. Let's see, uh, weather. I'm on WLBT. I mean, I guess I could look at, uh, where's weather on here? Uh, home, Studio 3, St. Jude, 70 Days of Giveaway, 70th Anniversary, News, Crime, Weather. Let's see here. What is the seven-day forecast? Not seven-day, the next day. Yeah, tomorrow morning is supposed to be a... Uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, that's tonight, 7 p- Oh, well, anyway, it's 36 degrees right now. It's, it's cold. It's cold, cold in the morning. So, Sean, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just trying to warm up. You know, I got up about 4.30 and walked the dog. It was even colder then. And I got up and took a shower this morning. I normally take my showers at night. Man, tired hit me like a brick wall last night. I, I'm i trying to mix up my working out just to kind of keep it fresh and just change things up a little bit. So I ran a mile on the treadmill. Then I went and did five sets of squats. And then I went back in and walked two and a half miles. It's pretty good. Yeah, so what kind of treadmill do you got? I know you keep talking about it. I always forget to ask. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. Yeah. And I always buy used treadmills because mm-hmm. they're good for X amount of time. Invest about 500 bucks in one. Burn it out. You need to get the Peloton treadmill that everybody got in the pandemic and the bike that cost now, thousands of thousands of dollars. No, and I'm glad I didn't, man, because Peloton went super woke. <laughs> it did it? I didn't. I yeah, just thought their like, stock was so, taken because nobody's staying at home anymore. So woke that the UFC threw all of theirs out of the gym out of their UFC training facility. What did Peloton do to go? Whoa, I just haven't seen this. I don't know. There was a, so Dana White was on Theo Vaughn's podcast the other day, mm-hmm. and somehow, and I guess Peloton also sponsored Theo Vaughn's podcast at one point. Okay. And he had Robert Kennedy Jr. on, and the owner of Peloton called him and said, "You take that damn podcast down now." Uh, he's like, 
we're, we're about to go public and he's controversial or something or another. And, oh. and they tried to tell the UFC not to put on an event during COVID when they were one of their sponsors. And Dana White, of course, told him to pound sand. And mm-hmm. then there was a picture of Dana White and Trump had come to get, uh, had, had come up. He said, you take that picture off the internet now. Oh, okay. Imagine telling yeah. Dana White what to do. Yeah, I didn't okay, I didn't know that. That's you know. Speaking of uh RFK Jr., he's gonna Patrick Beck David is doing a town hall with him today. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know mm-hmm. that. That'll be good. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty interesting. Maybe I should cancel my lunch plans. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, mine too to catch that. If anybody has listened, Clay's got me addicted to this podcast. It's called uh PBD. It's Patrick Beck David. It's out of South Florida. It's really it's really great. It's on YouTube, you can and Spotify. I haven't been addicted to a conservative podcast. Yeah, I really. I mean, it's a conservative podcast, but they have a wide range of guests. You know, liberals and, and and whatnot on there all the time. And it's just, it's a really, it's really, really, it's a different kind of podcast. It's just, it's a group of people, and they really they go through all the issues pretty well. Can know? we admit this though? As far as like left wing versus right wing media, conservative, Democrat, whatever, conservative podcast right now is where real conversations are happening. Yeah, I think that's also because conservatives have always taken over the radio ecosphere for decades that's mm-hmm. kind of been their medium and that's transitioned very well into podcasts that's i think that's where the, where that's happened because you had rush limbaugh in the 90s and that kind of just sprawled out because conservatives just kind of own radio for decades and then and democrats own tv and still tv right so like that's kind of the way that's been and um, that's transitioned well into this podcast now everything has become you know these long-form podcasts and that's become Primarily, I mean, you think about. I mean, I don't want to call Rogan conservative. I think Rogan's kind of a free thinking sort of guy. Well, yeah, I was going to say you have your traditional liberal guys like Rogan, mm-hmm. Bill. Bill Maher is a traditional liberal, but he can be left wing nut jobby sometimes. Yeah, but then, but then he's then he's then he's a free thinker on topics that wouldn't have pegged him to be a free thinker on. Yeah, PBD was just talking about him yesterday. Actually, yeah, I, I, I caught that. That's why it's kind of top of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, yesterday's I didn't get through all of it, but you know, highly recommend. Of course, once you've exhausted all of your WYAB options, there's a bunch of great podcasts out there. But of course, leave the they don't don't start listening to them until after six p.m. Right, exactly. It's a, it's a, yeah. And watch the one with Steve Schmidt. That is the best PBD one. The fight that happens on air. So that's right, well, recommend well, that for everyone. Well, here, if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, let me tell you one thing that he did. He had Ron DeSantis on recently. Oh, that's the best. And gave Ron a set of boots as a gift. And this shoes, the, shoes, Dredge Ferragamos. And this that is was the, what it was. This is right after the 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 insets on the. The boots to make him look taller or whatever. The, yeah. the risers. Oh, he owned them too. He was like, "Come on, Ron, why don't you just wear regular shoes? Just, yeah. wear, just wear these." That was like what we were just talking about. We were getting into. It was one of the most uncomfortable TV moments I've ever seen in my life, or whatever you want to call it. I was uncomfortable for Ron. Like I was embarrassed for him. It was it was a sad moment because I guess there's a TikTok that was going around with Ron and the heels, and then PBD brought that up, and that's when he gave him the gift of the gift of the shoes, and and um, and which is kind of funny because so now everybody's. Looking at Ron DeSantis, thinking that he, how short he is, and I don't know how tall he is, but the um, he was on. We, we were talking before the show with Gavin Newsom and him in that debate last week, the blue state red state debate, and I really it was noticeable once I started thinking about it, you know how much taller Gavin Newsom was than Ron DeSantis. If you watch that thing, it looks like it looks like Gavin Newsom's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and you know, and DeSantis is like Danny DeVito. If you watch if you watch that debate, okay, shifting gears a little bit, but staying on the debate topic. I'm glad you said the red state, blue state debate. Mm. Now, I know that that thing's catching a lot of flack from people. Uh, They shouldn't even be doing it. Why would Ron set himself up and put himself in that position? And Gavin opened up with that line. Here's one thing I know for sure. Neither one of us are going to be our party's candidate. 
but we got to have more conversations like that. We got to have more debates like that. I think the RNC and the DNC need to have their guys on podcast debating and break away from this traditional debate format. I thought you said you thought Hannity did a pretty good job, but I guess I was going back and trying not to have recency bias, you know, and try to try to consume it. It, it. He did let him go at it a little bit. It, it was probably more of an audio issue where somebody should have cut, not let, not bring the audio down on the guy who's not talking, whatever. We need mm-hmm. more conversations like that. Cause now I, even though people say that Gavin kind of whooped DeSantis v- aesthetically, but I think, DeSantis won with facts. Yeah, I and mean, it lets people make their mind up. And you know, when you when you when you censor ideas, bad ideas kind of rise. When you when you have free speech and you discuss things, good ideas rise, bad ideas go away. You know, the marketplace of ideas. I think though, Clay, also too, the debates are not necessarily so much about substance but style. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really are. Let's go back to 2016. Donald Trump, you know, kind of. A, Newcomer to the political landscape, but he, if you, I, I, I sometimes, this is a political dork I am, I rewatch those debates on YouTube because they're so entertaining. And the reason they are is because it's not because Donald Trump knew so much about policy as the other guys were on the stage. It's he just outperformed them so well and he killed them and he crushed them. He gave them nicknames. He just every at every turn, even though the law, I think some substantively a lot of those guys were much more informed on the issues than he was in those debates, he killed them all. And you can't watch those debates without watching. That's what really drove him to prominence how he crushed those guys in those debates i, I did i that's where i'd go with the desantis and newsom debate newsom it, newsom was wrong on all the facts Heck, he made up his own facts i mean they'd show him a chart and say look you know your crime rate is double that of florida and he'd be like well i mean you know if you look at the murder rate in jacksonville I mean, jacksonville is much higher than los angeles and you look at tampa i mean he just completely deflected every issue masterfully by the way where and like because he was the facts were all against him. Just I don't think anybody can if you're objectively looking at that debate and the facts that they were every single one of them was against him. But he was able to deflect it like nobody I've ever seen. Absolute loser person. He is. He's he's he's. I always call him the uh, the left's Ted Cruz. That's I always call him that. I mean, he is an absolute lizard person. It was phenomenal. I, the, his when when he defended the way or, or corrected the way Kamala Kamala whatever mm-hmm. here in the South. If you're of a certain age, there's only one there's only one way to pronounce Kamala, and it's the Ugandan giant. Um, you know what? I don't the I don't, rest the wrestler. Oh, the wrestler. Oh, is there a wrestler? The big black dude that had the moons painted on his belly and all that, and he was Kamala, oh. the Ugandan giant. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm remembering that. Started in mid south and then ended up in WWE. Yes. Elf now I remember what you're talking about. Well, you know, he's from Mississippi. I don't. I don't personally because I didn't know that was a kid. I would have. I thought wrestling was real. I thought he was the Ugandan <laughs> giant. They'd gone over to Uganda and got this guy and brought him back in a big cage. And uh, now here, here he is trying to destroy Hulk Hogan and Junkyard Dog and all these people. Yeah, that's true. What did he do to Jerry Lawler? <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's right. You know, I mean, I don't ever really get on people for how they pronounce other people's names, considering you know everybody's butchered my last name my entire life. So I'm kind of used to it. Mm-hmm. I don't expect anybody to. Get, I've got like I've met like three people that were able to say it correctly. You're one of them, actually, which is kind of interesting. But the uh, but most people are never able to say it correctly. So I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's I don't really. I don't. That's not something that bothers me. It's like nobody. I've never. I have never met two people that pronounce Therese Apple's name the same. Way. Yes, her. Yeah, we've had that cover through. Yeah, I mean, she got she she get the double dip. It's the first name. Is it Apel? Is it Therese? Is it Therese? Is yeah. it you know? I mean, she gets it from both ways. I think it's because it looks like it should be Teresa, 
And then you know that's right. I read it Teresa, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, it's missing some. It's missing a, a word to be ter- a letter to be Teresa. <laughs> yeah, it's Therese April Appel. Uh, yeah, is it Appel or April? I'm not going to ask her. Again. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so fin- finish enough about the about that that comment though. When he corrected DeSantis on the Camilla, he's like, it's it's Camilla Ron. Gosh dang it! And he, mm-hmm. the look on his face. <laughs> I implore y'all to go back and just watch that clip. And the look on the, on uh, Gavin Newsom's face of how proud he was of himself after he corrected the the pronunciation of her name, I was like, he is an absolute lizard person. Uh, yeah, he's. It's like he was created in a lab to be a politician. You know, he, he was. Like, you know, and and so I follow a lot of podcasters and uh, right wing media people and this that and the other. And somebody showed a video from when he was governor. Of California, or he wasn't even go. No, he was mayor of San Francisco, or something like that. Mayor, he was mayor. Yeah. And he apparently he was an alcoholic and, I've a, heard drug, that. and a drug addict. And somebody, one of these um, guys that were lo- a local reporter there at the time, had had a confrontation with him on video. Oh gosh, I wish I could remember who it was off the top of my head. And um, he said he denied even being even drinking. And then of course, a week later, he ends up in rehab. He was. <laughs> Did you? All you got to do, if anybody wants to Google this, Google Gavin Newsom and Kimberly Guilfoyle. Kimberly Guilfoyle, everybody knows, is the girlfriend of Donald Trump Jr. Fiance. Fiance. She was married to Gavin Newsom previously, and there was a photograph of when he was mayor of San Francisco of her and him posing on this rug, and it's it'll come up in any Google search if you want to Google it, and just look at that photo and you know think about it for a moment. I think that's that says enough about Gavin Newsom and Kimberly Guilfoyle, by the way. All right, let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Ron. If you guys want to chime in this morning, the Guns and Gear text line, 769 Make sure you're following me on social media at SaveJXN across all platforms. I just crossed 40,000 TikTok followers. Are you one of them? You should be. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Caron. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment right there on Meadowbrook Road in Jackson. Guys, I I know that people kind of peg me as like a Jackson hater, and it's not. My, I, I'm disappointed in Jackson because I know what it has to offer. So when you see a business go and they say, you know what, we're going to put our money where our mouths are, we're going to invest into Jackson, invest into saving Jackson, invest into rebuilding an area, saving an area, revitalizing an area. When somebody does that, they have my utmost respect. And that's what they've done at Reliable Rental Equipment, right out there on Meadowbrook Road in North Jackson, right there at the corner of North State and Meadowbrook. They've built this huge new facility, gorgeous facility. And that really has nothing to do with what they do for uh, a living. They're not paying me to say that, but I just think it's worth mentioning. But look, if... The name says it all, right? Reliable Rental Equipment. If you need any heavy equipment for a job, whether you're a DIY warrior, do it yourself on the weekends at the house, or you're a general contractor and need to rent a piece of heavy equipment, they got you covered. They also offer tree service. They can cut it down and haul it off. They got rollback dumpsters. They got a rollback dumpster a special going on right now. Let me pull it up here real quick. I just thought about it kind of as I was running my mouth there. They got the yes, yeah, the deal of the week, five percent off dumpster rentals and fifteen percent off equipment rental. So they got they got a big special all the way around. Uh, so if you need any 
rollback dumpsters or heavy equipment or regular equipment. They also have zero-turn mowers, X-Mark zero-turn mowers. They have the golf carts, the side-by-sides, all that good stuff. They even have little mini bikes that you can uh, – I don't know if you can buy that when they're raffling. They're raffling a mini bike off. But they got the the Massimo side-by-sides. This is good stuff here. Go check them out. They're on Facebook, too. Reliable Rental Equipment. And then online at ReliableRentalEquipment.com. And, hey, look, it's getting dark earlier. You need some outdoor lighting to finish a job. Time is money. Money is time. They got the outdoor lighting for you as well, the Taylor lighting stuff. They have all your lifts. Dozers, skid steers, trailers. They got the air tow trailers. They're the only company in the southeast that is uh, licensed to sell air tow trailers. They're awesome. Check them out. That's Reliable Rental Equipment, ms.com. Tell them that Clay Edwards sent you over there. All right, got Sean Yerkron here in the studio with me. We got that. Um, We're talking about on the drive over here, the uh, pearl issue with the cameras. Let's talk. Yeah, the scanners. Scanners. Excuse me. Scanners. Yeah, I just want to make sure we get that right because I don't think it's cameras. It's it's. Uh, well, they may have cameras out there for you know. It's always good to have cameras. But so what they what 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 the scanners I know initially did was they scanned people's license plate to see if the person that owned the vehicle had warrants for their arrest. Yep. You know, so they could pull people. You know, you ever if you ever wondered why 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 you get a why why the police just know you have a warrant and you're and you're in pearl. It's like man. How, how is it that I get pulled over? Well, they know. Because they're you know scanning what? it. They're scanning it. And I guess they're using that same equipment and that same technology to scan these tags and see if people have valid insurance on their vehicle. I, I for one, am 100% for all of this. Mm-hmm. And I I know I'm, as a America first conservative, that goes, you know, more government goes against, you know, a lot of this stuff. But I also understand having come from Jackson and see how bad Jackson got. Well, you know, where basically no crime was being, no laws were being enforced. I understand that if you build a nice foundation of people understanding that if they're going to be around here, they got to act right, they got to do right by others. Mm-hmm. That that it has a trickle up effect, and other things will just. I don't, I don't know, Sean. Am I making sense? Here? Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I mean, it's like. Yeah. If, it's called the, it's like the broken windows theory of uh, of prosecution. You've heard of that before, yes. You know, and uh, it was kind of I think Rudy Giuliani actually implemented that in New York in the '90s, and you saw the transition from New York being the crime. It was really crime rate in the '70s and '80s, oh, yeah. really bad. And then, of course, by 2000, it would become much much better place. And it means that you enforce all kind of crimes, and that's why they call it the bro- broken windows theory. And um, like but, you know, just vandalism, you prosecute it, those kinds of things. Yeah, I mean, it works. You know, I've made the argument for years. These young kids out here carjacking people, mm-hmm. 14, 15-year-olds carjacking. Do you think that was the first crime they ever committed? No, I mean, it wasn't. That's not when they, I used to call it, that's not when they crossed the Rubicon. Yeah, you know, or like probably, a 14-year-old st- did a murder, you know. Probably stole some candy, mm-hmm. escalated up, shoplifted, uh, stole a car stereo, then I just then stole the car. Then said, you know what? I'm just going to kick the person out of the car and take the car. It's a transition, you know, uh, not a transition. Is that the word I'm looking for? I can't talk this morning, guys. <laughs> it's a snowball. <laughs> it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. If you start enforcing the little laws, the big ones aren't broken as often. And well, yeah, we reduced. I think, that, and that's again, that's the broken windows theory. That that's um, what you need to do to in, in, to prevent bigger crimes, like you're saying, from happening. Um, so somebody asked on Facebook. Yeah, why take on it? Well, interesting. I'm glad they did um, because I, you know, I'd heard the article and I got up early this morning and kind of looked at it, looked at other situations with this around the state. And so 
this happened in Ocean Springs where they got these cameras to check on insurance, and they implemented that last year. Of course, the citizens were not happy about this, and a lot of times what would happen is somebody would get a ticket that didn't um, that, that did have insurance, and they have to go to court and waste their time. According to the city, though, it wasn't that many. You know, the citizens saying it's everybody, and the city says it was a few. And this went on till I think about June, and they decided that okay, we're not going to use the cameras anymore because we're getting too many complaints about it. They also were sued in federal court um, because they're you know on the theory that there's a Mississippi law that says that you can't use recording equipment, including cameras or scanners, to uh, enforce traffic laws. And I think you know the city uh, at Ocean Springs had said, well, you know we're not we don't think that we're violating that law, and I'm they didn't say why, but I'm guessing the theory is that. This was not. This is not a moving violation. Kind of like what you're talking about with the warrants, or this is a this is a you know an insurance check or a warrant check, not a running a, a stoplight, you know, stoplight or something. Yeah, like that. And, and look, you know, a lot of times they'll have like license checkpoints. We'll call, we call them roadblocks, but license and insurance checkpoints. This is kind of the eliminates. Well, I'm still a fan of checkpoints because you can check, you know, get to people who are drinking and driving. Look, at the end of the day, uh, I'm about, I'm about, I'm about safety. Yeah, you know about the roads being safe. Um, so, I, so I think if you scan it, it kind of eliminates the need of a of a of a license, and because I, I would think that you can see if they have a valid license too. Yeah, I mean, I would guess. I mean, do I guess it depends on who's driving the car? Because let's say someone yeah. borrowed your car. Now the insurance follows the car. Jake, Jake brought that up. He sent a text the other day uh, when we were talking about this on the show Monday, mm-hmm. and somebody said, "Well, what if somebody else is driving the car?" And the owner of the car gets a ticket. Well, the owner of the car is going to pay the ticket because it goes to the, it's to a the car. Owner. Yeah. Yeah. The now, insurance follows your car. If you get pulled over, I think it's different. Yeah. I think um, whoever's driving the vehicle gets the ticket. Well, they're still going to check, like, if there was insurance on the car. But yeah, then they're going to also check. I mean, who's, is the person got a valid driver's license is going to be the person driving the car, not the person that's not driving the car. Sure. At that point in time. But, um, yeah, I think what the, the Pearl's challenge here is that they're gonna they're gonna get sued, I think, right? Because they got sued in Ocean Spring. Somebody's gonna copy that and file it here, based upon this law, which is seventeen dash twenty five dash nineteen, and that's prohibiting the recording equipment tra- traffic laws. I'm assuming the issue is going to be what I was saying before: like, is this a moving violation, or is this just like some sort of insurance check, warrant check that falls outside of that? And I think that's going to be, but I think they'll face some sort of litigation over it, like Ocean Springs did. Sure, and hopefully they'll win. Yeah, yeah, I like. Oh, yeah. If you're gonna ask me, do I have a problem with it? No, I don't have a problem with it at all. Yeah. I think it's perfectly fine. I, you know, I think that people need to have insurance. You're gonna drive. You need to have insurance. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. Thirty percent of Mississippians don't have insurance. That's a lot. I mean, it's a big number. Uh, one of my buddies, JPD, uh, texted me the other day during my live stream talking about this, and he had just got through working a wreck. Both cars were totaled. Neither person had insurance. There you go. I mean, and, that, and this they were saying in Ocean Springs, this actually helped people get insurance. This was causing people to get more insurance, which is a good thing. I mean, we need more people to be insured driving. If you're going to, I mean, you don't have a constitutional right, as far as I know, to a driver's license. So I think you know you you need to follow the law. Like you need to go get insurance if you're going to drive a car because you may you may hit somebody and and then they get hurt and you know that needs to be paid for and that's the purpose of it. So yeah, yeah I don't. And so, I mean, I don't have a problem with what Pearl's doing at all. But if I was Pearl, I'd be worried about how much this is going to cost me in litigation costs. Am I going to win? Is it worth it? That you know, cost benefit analysis on that. I think you'd have to weigh that. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, good morning. Uh, look, uh, hello. Hey. Look like it's a shakedown because they know this big lawsuit is going to be on their head. But 
I have personally went into the courtroom and witnessed that all the blacks got the tickets with those insurance and all the whites got laid out the door and spanked on the wrist and say, hey, don't do it no more. You see, that's the problem with this uh, world now. This white supremacy concept, it's got to go. And everybody on the continent knows this. Russia is a prime example of justice, and they're a prime example of how fair they are to people. They never enslave black people. They don't. Caucasian people I know never, they don't even have that policy. I don't mean but to interject, but is the, are the cameras policy. racist? No, no, I'm just, you're telling me that, I that's, know. I don't, that's I the only I'm just, facts. I mean, we're talking about the cameras, though, facts, not. Clay. You know, I deal uh, with facts. And pro police coming there and talking about, yeah, that MF is me. They charged me with a crime that I did not commit, and they end up throwing it out. And then another thing, when are they going to take that uh, statue down, black folk, with a white man with a uh, uh, got his foot on a right outside the jail on a black man with some handcuffs? Nobody seemed to see this. Uh, 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 Rankin County is a very corrupt system. They've been known. Uh, uh, and, and then again, you can. I'm not scared of you, Sheriff, because you you the head of the goon squad when that man got shot 16 times. But I'm taking the person because Mr. Jenkins is a family member of mine. It happened across the street from my prop, my family prop. So you know. This is what's going on in Rankin County. Y'all can cover your eyes and hold your nose all you want, Clay. And you're a proponent of Rankin County. There ain't nothing good going on. And all that money, the black folks sitting over. Stop going over there, black folk. Barcott until the sheriff. As a matter of fact, I, I, I'm not going to take this. The FBI comes. Miss Clark coming. So you might as well resign, sheriff. We don't need this type of corruption in law enforcement in the north. We need some competent polices. We need polices that have common sense and don't go on the job, be drug dealing, shake down. And I know he's listening because I guess you want his henchman pro proponent of. But this is what's wrong with the with with the world. Uh, white supremacy is coming down. Deal with folks fairly. It's just like going to Africa and stealing all them folks' resources and keeping France and Europe warm while we freeze, my people freeze, and go through hell. You know, you know what I'm saying? A white man heaven is a black man hell. And then another thing, you know, I got people going around saying, man, you, man, you really on spot. You make clay and, 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 and uh, uh, what the other guy, the big head guy, Tim Wade, man, you really makes that show. Well, y'all gonna cut me a check because the ratings are down. And uh, I need to get paid, and I will be going on YouTube, Sheriff, and every other uh, station outlet because it's time for me to get paid because I'm tired of sacrifice for white people and black people. And, t- and then another thing, you got the state of Mississippi spends $4 million on an animal shelter, and we got white people laying out in the street on Skid Row. On Crystal Met, just like we dealing with these black kids in Jackson whose mother and father was on crack. These are the crack babies that run around. They have no concept of a law. And this is what we're dealing with now. 20 years or 15 years now, we're going to be dealing with these meth head white babies going to be killing. We already see the signs and symptoms. Oh, boy, it's going to get real ugly in America. And all these immigrants, they're getting ready to fight a war, y'all. Because these lazy blacks and lazy whites ain't like Colin Powell said, they're not competent and fit to, uh, to fight in no army. So that's what's coming down the pipeline. Uh, white supremacy will not be ruling. It's a new world of line. So white people, 
I'm not a racist person at all. You know, just like y'all, you say some of my best friends are white. I live with white people. It's not about white with me. It's about right and wrong with me because we all bleed down beneath. If y'all can learn how to have compassion for the people who have built this country, and uh, you sitting there in that center heat, you know, with your black lady invented center heat, we invented most of the stuff you see out there. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, I can't be racist. I'm friends with Kim Wade. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM. This segment is going to be brought to you by Stonington Farm. I got the text from Miss Katie. Their December uh, their December date is set to come up here. Let me put this caller on hold real quick. All right. Let me scroll down here to tell you all the exact date. I do apologize for not having this ready ahead of time. Here we go. It says, uh, good morning, Clay. This is Katie Stonington from Stonington Farms Beef. I will be... Going back to the Jackson area, Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland on Friday, December 15th. The special for December is New York Strip at $16.99 a pound and sirloin steaks at $8.99 a pound. Guys, they're sirloin. I kind of got to where the, uh, just, just, just me personally, that the strip and the ribeye is a little rich for my blood, as much of it as I eat. So I, I've been doing um, the sirloin. And man, their sirloin is fine, and you get big old slabs of it too, and save a little money. But anyway, Stonington Farm Beef, grass fed, grass finished, mRNA free, steroid free, antibiotic free, locally Mississippi sourced beef. They'll be up here next Friday. Go to their website, steiningtonfarm.com. Two ends in Stonington, steiningtonfarm.com. Check out View My Cuts. And I still say the hamburger, the ground hamburger meat is the best you can get. The bone broth, they got beef ribs, they got it all. They they got the whole cow available. So any, any cut of it you want, you can get it. Anything from one pound to a whole cow. Check them out online. You will not be disappointed. You guys are, and what's great is you guys are sticking with it. When you get it, you're getting more, and you're turning people on to it. And it's been fun to watch them grow up here in this market because of WYAB. So thank you all for that. All right, so that's Stonington Farm Beef. Sean, let's take a call real quick. Yep. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, hey Sean. I got hey. a funny story about the insurance. Your previous caller was talking about how most of the people were, you know, African American getting the tickets for the insurance. But I had a, I got a ticket in Ridgeland for speeding, and I went to court. And before the session, Michael Gas was the DA at the time for Madison Rankin, and he. Uh, courtroom was full and he asked everybody in the courtroom before the session started how many of you people are here for failure to have insurance and about 90 percent of the people in the courtroom raised their hand and he said okay how many of you guys are uh here to see the judge and get your fine lowered and about 90 percent of the same people single people raised their hand well and the same group raised their hand, and then he said, okay, before you go before the judge, we know every place on the Internet you can print a fake insurance card. How many of you would like a continuance until next week? And the same 90% raised their hand <laughs> and went to see the clerk to get a continuance. So he cleared out about, about 90% of the day's cases 
because <laughs> all of them have went online and printed out insurance cards. And I didn't even know you could do that. That's say, great. Say what you want about Michael Guest, but he he was he was funny that day. I uh, I got a kick out of going to court because he cleared out half his half his workload in like five minutes just because he told everybody he knew where the fake insurance cards came from. But that's why we need you need the LPR, the license plate readers. You need to if you're going to drive, you got to have insurance. That's just the way it is. And, that's, that's good stuff. And if it'll help keep, if it helps keep that element out of where you are, then more power to you. You guys I, have a good day. Agree. Thanks. Thanks. Perfect. Perfect call. It doesn't <laughs> matter. A great story. There's a certain element you you want to keep out, and it's for whatever reason nowadays, like you're not allowed to talk about and say stuff like keeps that element out because people automatically assume you're talking about black people, and that's just not the case. I mean, there's plenty of white people that I don't want to be around it too, that that are just. I don't want to say if you don't have insurance, you're trash. I definitely don't mean it like that. But just bad things seem to re- repetitively happen to the same same people all the time. I mean, it's, me and Sean were talking all the way up here, and I'm, I'm probably not articulating this well. But, uh, you know, people, it's like they say that the lottery is a is a burden on poor people. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to buy lottery tickets. You know, they'll, they'll say that the whole construct of having a driver's license in and of itself is racist or it's discriminatory towards poor people because if they get their license suspended, they're stuck in the system and can't never get out of it. Don't don't get your license suspended. Don't drink and drive. Don't speed. Don't break the law. I don't it's an I think it's an insult to good hard working blue collar folks when we're supposed to give you a free pass because you're poor. I I just refuse to do that. Well I mean I yeah I I just just I know follow I said, the I rules. I said a lot there, but yeah, I know what you're. I mean, you're not saying like, look, I get it. Yeah, it's look, everybody has tough times financially. Everybody goes through that. It's it, you know, but um, but I don't. You know, when I'm broke, Sean, mm-hmm. it doesn't make me want to go break the law. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think the example I gave this morning was uh, they'll one of the few crimes. Like, not that saying I condone it, but like if someone's starving and they steal some food, okay, you know what? I can give you a pass on that because you, you know you got to eat, and and I know you can go to a stew pod, you can do whatever, but I mean, I think most people would have compassion for that in that kind of scenario but like if you're just drinking a bottle of vodka and you know get in your car but you're like i'm poor well i don't really have a lot of compassion for that like you can't do that you don't get the pass for breaking you know breaking the law because you're saying oh i'm just depressed i'm poor and i'm drinking vodka like no yeah you can't do that you know anytime this is just this is just me anytime i start getting anxiety or stress or depression especially depression i get on the treadmill or I work out. I was telling someone the other day. I, I go to the gym. That's my you know, my anxiety. Like because I, I have severe anxiety issues, and that's that's the only way. I tried it alleviating through drinking. That is not a good idea <laughs> for everybody. That does not help. It makes it worse. So yeah, I'm I'm like you. My my stress relief is sometimes like I've, I've been in the gym like twice in one day because I'm like okay, I'm stressed out. I got to go run. Or I got to go lift weights or something. Yeah, you just get that anxiety. You're, mm-hmm. you're trying to burn some time. It's like what do I do? Work out. Yeah, you know, I'll just even in my even in blue jeans and a button down shirt if I. If I if I end up with enough downtime and I have and my anxiety is ratcheted up, I'm gonna go just hit some weights real quick. Dude, I got a couple weighted vests in the car. I do that like sometimes when I can't you know work out. If I get stressed out, I throw on the weighted vest and just walk, and that helps. You know, that's another way I do it too. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Bob says, "Love the story," and but DA isn't in the lower court with misdemeanor cases. Yeah, I had two or three people text and said, "Yeah, I was wondering that too." I was like, "It wouldn't probably have wasn't been guest in there doing it's that." It's probably but, somebody. If it's Ridgeland, do you say Ridgeland? 
well, I'm not really well. Guest was Ridgeland or Madison. Well, I was saying, it's, it's I mean, Ridgeland, Ridgeland or, City Court, and it's usually I think Tommy Savant used to be there, and Bodie McDonald is now. So I imagine that's maybe who it was. One of those two. But right. um, yeah, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have been guessed, but I wasn't paying attention to that. I was paying attention to the story. It was so funny. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Blake says, am I wrong? But don't other states have cameras that enforce running red lights and stuff? They do, but yeah. apparently it's in Mississippi's. It's a law in Mississippi saying that they they can't give moving violations, I guess. Yeah, recording equipment to impose a violation of the traffic laws. That's what the statute says. Okay, Fred Shanks, I know you're listening. Can we can we not get this changed? Yeah, Fred, come on, man. <laughs> like, you're about to go back to work in a month. Back, get back, this done. Hashtag back the blue. Um, but Blake also says on the Guns and Gear text line, "This man is doing crack early this morning." Yeah, come I mean, Master well, D. I was confused if he was trying to say the cameras were racist. I didn't know, if, but I guess he kind of delved into other things where he was. I think he was talking about getting pulled over. But initially, that's why I commented because I was like. Are you saying the cameras are racially biased now? Oh, racist and supremacy cameras. Uh, Bobcat says, apparently Master D never met a competent English teacher. Well, <laughs> man, that is the overwhelming majority of of, uh, of Hines County right there. Boy, it is tough. I, and then when the school teachers are, 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 are speak in the same fluent gibberish, too. I don't know how anybody's ever supposed to learn normal English. I just... um. Again, I just I was getting you know I was confused what his, I don't know what his I don't know what his argument was I don't know what it was yeah, man look Kim Wade told me early on just let these crazy people talk okay and yeah. you know it'll flesh itself out yeah I mean I just uh, I mean we were discussing the cameras and I thought he meant the cameras were racist and apparently that's, I don't think that's what he meant now that I listened to the whatever that was I don't know <laughs> sometimes Sean it don't have to make sense I guess not. It's just, you know, like the, the pyramids. They don't make sense, but they're here. They're here, right? We got them here. We don't know how they got here. Hey, so. guys, speaking of the Guns and Gear text line, get out to Guns and Gear this week. It's getting close to Christmas time. Follow them on social media at Guns and Gear MS and check out all that they have to offer. Get the get the one you love, male or female, a, uh, a gun for Christmas. Or if they got guns, look, ammo. Ammo makes great Christmas gifts. I would say stocking stuffers, but it may yank the it may yank the stocking off the off the mantle. But look, get out to Guns and Gear. Check them out online, GunsandGearMS dot com, home of No Limit Ammo. Of course, they've got they are your one stop shop for seracoding and gunsmithing, and they will buy your guns too. So walk in with a gun, leave out with some cash, or maybe it's a check. I don't know for sure, but if it's a check, you said walk in with a gun and leave out with some cash. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, unloaded. <laughs> I did. I probably set myself up for that one. <laughs> but look, man, they uh, they will buy your gun. No, don't go in there and take the cash. It yeah. will not work out well for you at Guns and Gear. Uh, you know, you see, uh, we got to take a break, but you, you'll see these stories and videos over the years where people will go in to rob a gun store. Yeah, I've seen those. I, I mean, right. talk about natural oh, selection. Man. <laughs> just, you ever, did you ever prosecute somebody for running, robbing a gun store? Not that I could recall. No, not that I, I mean, I, I you know prosecuted a lot of people that were shot in attempted armed robberies, but not, not, yeah, a, I mean, not like, a gun store. Like same with a pawn shop because they kind of double as a gun store too. Like if you were robbing a pawn shop or a gun store, uh, whatever happens to you, deservingly happens. I tell you what though, at some of these gas stations in Jackson, I, one time we prosecuted this guy. He uh, robbed a one of these. Uh, one of these gas stations owned by an Indian or Pakistani fella, and he, uh, the, the guy, the shop owner, like chased him down, got into his 
a forerunner ran over the guy that had stolen the stuff and then then backed over him. I and remember we, that. We were kind of confused. Like, do we want to prosecute this guy or did he do they a community service? I don't know. They would like, now. You that was my dilemma at the time. You know, you, that's one of that, that's the, you can't you can't be running over Chalkway's voters. I think it was when he put it in reverse. Yeah. Was was what it, where we kind of had to like if you just <laughs> run over it, but the reverse part was just not good. All right, we gotta <laughs> we gotta take a break. We'll be right back. Come back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, we got about 30 seconds before our top of the hour break. I do apologize, but we ran over a couple of times there um, with the exhilarating conversations. With a <laughs> Don't mass. put it in reverse, guys. That's, yeah, that's the, yeah if you, you can run over them once. You can't do it twice unless you're Greta Bully. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Oh, man, the, folks, the stuff they'll let folks get away with in Jackson that others can't. We'll be right back with a whole other hour with Clay and Sean. You've tuned back in to the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB with Sean Yurt Karan here in the studio with me. Hey, guys, I'm uh, pushing this pretty hard this week. Make sure you're going out to Men's Health in Mississippi and getting your levels checked. If you'll text, they're offering free testosterone level check level test i think that is just it eliminates any excuse you may have to not go get your levels checked if you'll just text free t that's free t it obviously it spells itself to 601-327-8550 you'll set an appointment and you go out there and you'll get your levels checked for free no commitment and uh man take advantage of that if you need any more information on that let me know i'll send it to you you can also check them out online at menshealthms.com menshealthms.com and go get your testosterone levels checked right there at men's health in mississippi uh, man guys are you dealing with here's some of the signs of low t no morning wood erectile dysfunction same thing uh obesity lack of drive lack of motivation not sleeping good, depression. Uh, if you're 35 or older, man, test- low testosterone can be affecting all of those things. So uh, go out there, get it checked, and you'll thank me later, and she'll thank you later. That's Men's Health of Mississippi. All right, Sean. Well, uh, there was something else I wanted to pick up on. We talked about this last night on the phone. Oh, we were talking about the whole the mo- Moms for Liberty thing last moms night. We talked thing. about that for a long time. Yeah, yeah and, and not even so much just Moms for Liberty, but just the – to pivot from that to to the morality of the right, or the the right always running on morality, mm-hmm. and I'd say there's a difference in your traditional conservative right that runs on um, God and family type issues, which I, I support all those. But I think there's another version of the conservative party that we kind of refer to as the America First, the non-establishment side of the party. Yeah, you know, where where it's like sure. you know, I'm not electing a, a preacher here. Right, I mean, I'm electing a, I'm electing a, a world, a leader, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've been able to quote every verse in the Bible and live and live as pure as, as as humanly possible, isn't, isn't something that concerns me. Yeah, it's not a requirement to be president or whatever senator. No, or I need you to, yeah. I need your policies to reflect, you know, not not taking God out of stuff, you know, and have conservative policies. But I don't necessarily care if you're if you're the pope or not. Frankly, I'd rather you not be the pope. He's a he's a woke. Well, I could go on and on and on. I, I, I'm not a fan. Um, um, yeah, I think you know it's uh, 
there's definitely been. I think what we were initially talking about last night too is, I guess, where it stemmed from Moms for Liberty. It's like what what happens when you when you run on the you know you put forward this hardcore morally conservative stuff, which is fine if you really live the life, walk the walk, all that stuff. That's what you believe. You know, I don't have a problem with it. But but then you do that, you, you walk a fine line if there is any you know supposed immorality. Where like the minute there's just anything. Then everything else that you that you were putting forward that you know is positive gets taken in by that you know and then you lose that and that's what you're, I guess what you're talking about with America first like I mean if you're Donald Trump Donald Trump can you know talk about having a threesome and nobody's going to care I mean that's it's not going to take away from whatever he's trying to do because nobody expects him to be this morally perfect person and he's I mean, never like, portrayed like, that like they thought grabbing by the poontang was was going to be the October surprise the November surprise that was going to be it it was going to be done after that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's right. He he never, I mean, to his credit, he never said, hey, I'm the most moral guy in the world. No. And the same thing with, you know, happened 20 years before that with Bill Clinton, and they try to take him down with moral stuff. I mean, Bill Clinton never put out there that he was this moral Jesus guy. He just didn't. That wasn't his bag. So I think when you do that, and then you you run into, you know, you're having a lesbian threesome like this lady, the Ziegler lady, then that kind of takes away from all the other stuff. And I think that's kind of the conflict they're going through right now, which is just kind of takes away from... What you're doing because you're walking this, you know, if you're going to do that, if you're pushing the family values, the morality, you better walk the walk because any little thing you do is going to be just blown up like you, like this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's why, frankly, I was a little surprised that they decided to make the George Santos thing their hill to die on up there in D.C. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like really, this is th- th- this is this is our hill. We're going to we're going to lose a potential. We're going to lose a vote. Over this, well, I think you know, Clay. What are different about Santos? Here's, I don't even consider him a Republican, a Democrat. He, you remember that movie in the '90s with Eddie Murphy when he runs for office, The Distinguished Gentleman, yep. when he, the guy's name is Jeff Johnson that dies as a congressman, and then he shortens his name is Jefferson John, Johnson, so he runs on Jeff Johnson, the name you know. He's not really a Republican. He's just he's just a con man. Yep. I think George Santos is just a con man. I think that's like I don't consider. I don't that he has a platform. He just happened to be. If it was an open seat where he could have ran as a democrat and won he'd have done that i think it just it just it was an opportunist kind of situation right. for him more than anything than a philosophical or political philosophy i don't think he well, cared. No, no, yeah i don't think he's a republican yeah he's, he's, he was just a, he was a he was a, a, a true definition of a rhino but as long as he voted on our side we needed that vote does now it, you, think you stand a chance of losing that does anybody know how he voted because i mean this thing i have no idea i've never even really looked at what way he voted on anything i don't know about the chat i'm gonna i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and assuming that he didn't he didn't vote with the he didn't vote with the left on everything. Did you see the cameo videos I sent you last night that yeah. he was doing? That he's doing right. now. He's like talking for people's birthday parties about Botox and all the other stuff. I mean, he was just like, I think it's a great story. He's a great story because it's how you know you think of Congress and you automatically think there's a bunch of con men there anyway. But this guy is an actual con man that conned his way into office, and everything about him was a lie that he just constructed. And um, and he was and he was able to propel himself in a you know a guy like that you think if he was on the straight and up he well he would have been pretty successful if he was able to come conjure this 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 whole fiction about himself. Yep. All right. Let's uh, let's stay on topic here. Yeah. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. What's going on this morning, gentlemen? Hey, hey, Chris. Heading up the Yazoo. Hey, I was going to call about something else, but Jackson had to draft the cameras one time, and I think they abused it. Because I was getting people for like going through the yellows and uh, uh, what you call it, the California stop and go. One of one of my former JPD buddies just te- texted. He said it was actually a lot of legislators were getting tickets for running them, and they decided to put the law up against them. Right. Okay. I knew it was something. I knew they would like you know. You know how sometimes you get hung up in a red light, and people don't notice. 
give it time to stop, not pull out into the intersection. But I, th- I think they had them. That's, like I said, the Buckfield one, they was having the sessions and getting tickets. Yep. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's with anything. But, I mean, literally, I don't think the city could sit there and, and give people tickets for running yellow lights. I mean, I remember that happening, but I'm just saying that there's not like some mastermind in the booth working, all right, let's give this guy a ticket, right. let's give that guy, you know. Well, it's, I, it's all done. And the technology had, may have been in its infancy stages then, too, mm-hmm. and not have worked as well. Can you it, imagine? Well, I think they had ca- the cameras wasn't catching it at the right, you know, the, when it caught the picture. Yeah. You know, they they was a time delay or something in it because they were doing it in Arizona also before they got the idea. Yeah. But I remember that was a big state back in the day. Can you imagine Chokeway Lamumba being in charge of something like that? I mean, we can't even pay the contractors to fix Riverside Drive. Like, no. Chokeway Lamumba's going <laughs> to well, mastermind Chief, this. Chief <laughs> Davis came out and said he wanted some red, red light cameras. I don't know if they were just for getting footage of, mm-hmm. you know, Big Brother or if it was actually give tickets. I, 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 I'm guessing it probably isn't for tickets because they're not going to go back down that path again in Jackson. They ain't going to do anything. They can upset black folks in Jackson. There's a ton of cameras in my neighborhood that are I don't I can't remember if the Bellhaven Greater Bellhaven Foundation funded yeah. them. You you probably seen them around State mm-hmm. Street and in Bellhaven. They got big blue lights flashing on them. They're cameras. And I still do the beyond me why you would tell people where the cameras are. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, I, I, that's been an argument <laughs> on next door for quite a while. Right. I mean, now I, now I, I, would, I do say under I, I would I like the police riding through with the blue lights on, mm-hmm. just the, the the blue cruising lights. To have a police presence, but I don't think telling them where your cameras are is the best idea. Well, the, the um, this was all they they put those cameras in pre Capitol Police, uh, and uh, that I, that I recall, and so that was a big thing in the neighborhood. We were like, okay, to put more money in these cameras, and I was like, yeah, like the criminals are going to really care. There's a wave of the camera and go break in the house anyway. Yeah, those and, been up since like sixteen. Yeah, I mean they've been up, and I was like, this is not. They were all these folks were just jumping on how good idea this was, and I was the whole time like, man, they're not going to. Prosecuted these guys for years. They ain't gonna care about that camera, but what they care about is force. And now they got that, and that's what's changed the whole dynamic. Actually, they've been up since about eighteen. Yeah, I mean, this was I remember the the whole like we're gonna get this camera, and I was just sitting there like kind of chuckling. Like, I mean, if you know anything about criminals, like they don't care. They don't think they don't see past Sunday, man. I mean, they don't care about the cameras. They care about is Capitol Police gonna come through and arrest me? That's what they care about. All right, so back to our original topic there. Uh, we've gotten some text in. Uh, Woodrow and somebody else text on the Gunzinger text line. says Santos was a party line voter, 100% MAGA was he? on okay. voting. So that's why they wanted him to go. That's why they wanted him out. I mean, I, well, I mean, Michael Guest was the one who filed the motion, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, well, he's the ethics committee chairman, isn't he? I mean, I think, look, Santos has been indicted. This, uh, this other stuff is so, again, I, yeah, I get that, you know, okay, great. He's voting the way you want, and that's wonderful. But, I mean, the guy is, a, is, a, is I don't think anybody disputes that this man is a complete con man. Like, it was a complete con man. And, I mean, you know, now they get a chance to run somebody else that's not. I mean, that's... Shouldn't have, shouldn't have kicked him out. Should have, should have waited to let the voters decide. I mean, he should have resigned, but he wasn't going to do that. It's kind of like Brian Bailey's not going to resign. Like one of those situations. I mean, I think that's kind of into that. Yeah, I don't know. I look at this one differently. Brian, Vady, Brian Bailey don't have any voting power. He doesn't have any yeah. voting power, but he certainly has enforcement powers. Yeah, well... Right now, we're battling for the soul of America. If, somebody, if somebody's got to be a con man, as long as they're voting on my side, I don't necessarily care. 
Well, I'm going to say that I care about like Bob Menendez in the Senate. I hope that he they expel him because of the guy that's hiding money in his the Democrat, yeah. the senator that's hiding money in his uh, suit, saying that's he learned that in the old country in Cuba. Yet he didn't grow up in Cuba. <laughs> I mean, like I hope that I hope that guy. And I know there's been several Democrats that are calling for him to be expelled from the Senate. I don't know if they're going to go through with that. I think they need to because he's a criminal as well. But we'll see. All right, let's take another call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Yes, uh, I just wanted to say that uh, I just heard you saying about uh, Santos um, and why they want to get rid of him. And I agree 100%, but, you know, uh, conservatives, when I'm talking about Republicans, they I've noticed over the years that they always feel like they try to do the right thing. Uh, I've considered, you think back to uh, when this guy was, um, I think he was in Texas or somewhere at the Blackface, but he was a conservative or a Republican, and and they got uh, they 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 went on got got him out of office. But yet the the governor of of, of uh, I think it was Virginia or West Virginia or something. They found out he was in blackface, and, and nothing ever. He served his full time. That's you know? right. But we as Republicans, I mean, as conservatives, we try to do the right thing. But sometimes it just come back to bite us. Okay. So uh, that's all I have to say. Thank okay. you, brother. You know, somebody texted on the Guns of Good text line, and a uh, good call, thank you, said, you know, Brad texts in and says, well, like Eric Smallwell and Maxine Waters and all these other people. I mean, Eric Smallwell was literally drink, uh, sleeping with a the Chinese, Chinese spy. spy. Yeah, the Chinese fang, spy. Fang, fang. You, know, you know, John F. Kennedy was also sleeping with a Nazi spy. I don't know if everybody knew that, but that's another yeah. another story, too. But uh, uh, the, anyway, um, It didn't end well for John Kennedy. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, look, there's there's cases of Democrats get look, – look what happened to Al Franken, of all people, which yeah. I still think is BS. But um, Andrew Cuomo is another example here You know of what happened recently with Democrats and caught up in yeah, sex a- scandals where they resigned. A- and- Andrew Cuomo – took the lesser of two evils and got out of the spotlight because it was about to get very hot on him for all for killing all those old people at the nursing homes man you know whose biggest defender is surprisingly is pbd yeah. if you like pbd had chris cuomo on the other day and like it's like pbd sings the praises of andrew cuomo yeah. quite often i just i always find that interesting yeah well he's wrong on this one he, he loves andrew he loves him some andrew cuomo but uh yeah. yeah i mean there's you know if you're like if if you're what, what's kind of been the pattern lately is if you're a Democrat that's caught up in a what's perceived to be like a sexual assault or something like just any inference like Franken, which for Franken, if I remember, that wasn't even remotely anything like an assault or anything that had happened sometime when he was you know still a comedian. And then with and you know with Andrew Cuomo and those kinds of things, you're like you're gone, like that is it, you're done, like they're gonna they're gonna make you resign. That's just kind of been the pattern here over the last five years. Again, Cuomo got given an out. Because of the murdering, I think he would have survived that. I think he would have survived of, that. Of old people in those hot, no people were people were legitimately mad over that. I mean, they should have been. I'm not saying they shouldn't yeah. be, but I mean, I, I think this. I think the. I think the, the party. Oh yeah, I mean, the, oh, yeah the, the Democrats giving you a pass for killing people, uh, genocide, one hundred percent. But they the, the sex that. thing, they're like, you're done. Like, you're, if it's not not talking about like an, a marital affair, you can have a marital affair and be a Democrat. That is totally cool. But if you like if it's the like me a, too stuff. that's what I'm, yeah thank you for putting it that's the stuff that's going to get you if you're a democrat like that's the sexual stuff that would get the meat that's good yeah exactly me too, so. all right let's take a break uh, when we come back i want i kind of want to try to stay on this and get back to the topic of uh the conservatives running mm-hmm. on morality while yeah. not always being moral and where that gets us in trouble a lot of the times trying to put too much on these people to, uh, re, def, uh, re, they, like, they need to be a 
perfect reflection of God to be a politician. And then when mm-hmm. they're not, they get in trouble. Uh, I don't. Th- I think we need to quit doing that to folks. Let's, we'll be right back. Welcome, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here with Sean Yurkaran on 103.9 FM WYB. Hey guys, burgers, blues, barbecue. They got all of your holiday catering needs handled from five to 5,000 people. They got two food trucks available for all of your special event needs. Give them a call or check them out online, burgersblues.com. The Flowood location is open now. I hear it is booming over there. So check them out. They also have breakfast at Flowood and Brandon. So get over there, check them out for breakfast. I wish they had it at uh, not not Flowood and Brandon. I'm sorry, in Flowood and Madison. They have breakfast. And coming up at the speaking of Brandon, the Brandon location on December sixteenth, Saturday, December sixteenth. They've actually got breakfast with Santa and the Grinch. They had the Grinch over there last night. But they're going to have breakfast with Santa. You're going to get pancakes, bacon, all that good stuff. you got to book it online and buy your tickets in advance. They're doing two different seatings, one at 8 a.m., one at 9.15. That's right there in downtown Brandon. Check it out online, burgersblues.com. All right, man, we got a special guest on the line called up out of the blue. we got Miss Mary Jo Perry. Hey, Mary. Hey, Clay. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Good to hear from you. Yeah, I was um, I was listening to your discussion about morality in elected public offices, and just just had a comment about that. Sure. Um, it, I think it's really sad that we're to a place where we have to forego character in order to get someone in office that may vote the way that we want them to. And I personally, when I see someone who can't stay um, faithful to their own family, I don't trust them to be faithful to the people because. Their, their spouse is like, that's the most sacred commitment that you have. So if you can't keep that commitment, how can I trust you to keep a commitment to me, to the people who you don't even know, you know, that are total strangers? Why would you be faithful to the public when you can't even be faithful to your own spouse? But that said, we have what we have, and we have to go with what we have to go with. So at this point, yes, we're looking at, you know, how is somebody voting? And that's what, that's what, you know, that's kind of what we're forced into doing. Um, What I've learned, though, I'm hearing y'all talk about rhinos, dinos, and the uniparty. And, um, and, and I, and I also think that where we have um, ambiguity about character, we also have ambiguity about, um, I guess, principles of our elected officials. And what I've learned over the years, I've organized grassroots in Mississippi for almost 12 years and tried to work with the legislator, legislature in Mississippi, is that, that most of them, not all of them, there's a handful that don't fit into this category, but most of them are going to move whichever way the wind is blowing the hardest, and the only thing that they care about is getting reelected. So if the people are organized, if we're organized and we're putting enough pressure on them that it concerns them that there's enough of us and we're organized enough, that if they don't do what we want them to do, that they won't get back in office. And that's where I think the people are missing the boat, because we were given a government by the people, but we've not done our job. And that's why we have this mess that we have. Everyone's pointing fingers at, you know, these dirty politicians that cheat and that they're corrupt and they're, you know, they're taking money under the table. But we allowed them 
to be elected into office. A lot of times we even, you know, voted for them. So um, I think that the solution is for the people to go back to basic civics and figure out what it is that they're supposed to be doing to make this state and this country, <clears throat> country a better place, because we've dropped the ball. And we sit around and talk about dirty politicians and, you know, our voice doesn't count, but that's because we've not done what we were supposed to do. Hey, and I just, I just wanted to say that. And, um, you know, I know you had Andrew on yesterday and he talked about, you know, the way that we've been organizing. We've been meeting in Flowood for, for two years, over two years, with, um, you know, organizing grassroots conservatives. And I believe that, I know for a fact that we've gotten results and it's making a difference. So I would just encourage everyone to figure out how you can get plugged in locally with other people that are like-minded and start putting pressure on your legislators. You need to know who's your senator and who's your representative and how do you contact them. They should know you by name and know who you are, how many children you have, where you live. They need to, they need to know the people because we elect, we elect our legislators to be, they're supposed to go to Jackson and be our attorney. Same, things, same thing with the ones that we send to, you know, to Congress in, in um, D.C. But, um, but we've, we've got to do our job. We can't, we can't just sit back and, you know, go to Disneyland and, you know, have barbecues and watch football and expect for it all to just happen because it's not going to. Yeah, y'all got an event. So, you got y'all got an event coming up here soon with, with Andrew Gasser. Gasser, am I saying that right? Y- yeah. So, yeah. so we we meet on the third Thursday of every month. Um, we meet at at uh, Riverside Church in Flowood. It's on the corner. It's that cute little white church on the corner of Luckney and Cooper Road. Mm-hmm. We meet on the third Thursday every month at six thirty. And um, this this month, our guest is is Andrew Gosser, and he is going to talk to us. We've, we've kind of developed a game plan um, moving into, you know, into session and into the presidential election. And so, um, you know, but it, this is the first time that we've actually had like a working meeting in the fellowship hall, but that's what we're going to do. We're asking everybody to bring, you know, something to write with, something to write on, and we're going we're gonna to put the people to work. And folks don't need to be intimidated. If everybody just did a little something, just a very little something um all together it adds up to a lot and and we have a plan where we believe we can plug the people in and get them involved where they won't have to you know give up a lot of time but they can do a little something that that collectively will make a huge difference and that's going to be this thursday uh this thursday night at riverside church in Flowood. um we're meeting at 6 30 yeah i got the flyer here uh charlotte reeves actually sent it to me a few minutes ago so i'm glad you called to uh, speak on it. Hey, let me ask you a question real quick. Me and Sean were talking sure. off air, and we were actually going to bring this on air, so get your opinion. Do you think that if Santos was a Democrat, that we'd be that they would have kicked him out? I mean, they hadn't kicked Mendez out yet. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, there's always a double standard. It is. There's always a double standard. Everybody protects their own. Um, I don't tr- I don't trust anything that goes on in DC anymore. No. And um yeah, I it's, don't. It, I heard I heard a Michael Guest ad <laughs> right right as y'all cut to the break and um and every time I hear his name I think about Benny Thompson and his J six committee. You know, I just I can't get away from that. But um but I definitely think there's a double standard. Yep. On both sides. Mary Jo Perry, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, uh-huh. thank you. Bye bye. I I love people who are fired up. You know what actually what she was 
talking about uh, the, the initial part of her comments was that it reminded me of something Harry Truman actually said. He used to say that he didn't deal with people that were adulterers because he said if a man can't be faithful to his wife and family, you can't trust him in politics. That was like his – I read his biography years ago, and it's one of the things that kind of stood out to me that he kind of lived by. Yeah, look, and I, and I want to preface this to my point about – I understand that what I'm saying ain't popular. I'm not even saying I'm right when it says that I'm not that I'm through electing people based on their morality. I'm just looking at the facts that we're dealing with and the people that were in that local elections. It's different, but if you're going to go be a part of that swamp in D.C., I need you to be nasty. I you know I need you to be able to to get in there and fight. I mean I'm not saying yes if you are a good person in real life. Great. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's against, right? You know, yeah. Nobody's against being good. Great. If you, if you are, uh, but I, I, you can't be compromised. I, exactly. I think the problem that it's not the, it's not even necessarily the immorality or whatever you want to call it. People can get past, like, you know, I did something that was wrong, you know, and somebody asked for forgiveness about it. But people have a hard time getting past this hypocrisy. I think that's the issue that rubs people the wrong way. The well, most. Re- Republicans, for example, um, always talking about gay this gay that anti-gay this anti-gay that and then you have lesbian and, sex and it's like wait a second here man come on you know yeah i mean let's be honest i i, I don't think most people i don't i don't want to get into that girl on girl versus guy on guy stuff but i mean i just think that people look at it differently just like they look at i don't think people look at two chicks making out as as lesbian like they do two guys do it it's gay yeah, I, I mean, I know, what you're, I know what you're trying. I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting a, at. But it's I the mean, same thing. Like, why we don't really get mad when the hot teacher uh, uh, hooks up with a 17 year old boy in her class. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're getting. At. I, I think mean, that's we're fake yeah. outraged on that. But when you're like, male, I wish it was me. You know? When a male teacher does it to a young girl, it's hang them. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think there's definitely some truth to that. Um, but. You know, the definition is, I mean, you know, when you do sure. have a, you know, and then you're out yeah, there. sex like, affairs. Yeah, I you're just, you know, it, that's what people, that's what bothers people. They don't, you know, they could be like, if, if I guess like if we were talking about like if this Bridget Ziegler was associated with, I know she's not part of Moms for Liberty, but if she was associated with, let's say, some other group that, you know, Americans for tax reform or something, let's say something like that, and she had a three-way, like nobody would care. Like it's like it's not if it's not a group that's like promoting morality, yeah. but when you're part of a group that's doing that, that's where the that that gets makes people mad. I think that's where you're seeing all the rub sure. in it. So I get and, and I guess I'm just so conditioned and this again, I don't think I'm right. I think I'm just being honest here. Is that, is it, morally I'm wrong. On what I'm saying here, yeah, but I'm but I'm right in the sense that this is just the way it works. Because human beings are good at human being. I mean, that's just the yeah. way the world is, and I, I get that. I totally. Yeah. If you're if you're hinging all your hopes on somebody being what they are, being what they are advertised as, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be disappointed because humans are going to disappoint you. And maybe that's why you know Trump's got such a loyal fan base is because he is what he is. I mean, yeah. I don't know that there's. I mean, you can't be any more. I don't know that you could be any more real but he's i mean that's he is he he's that's his personality i think that comes across and i think people are honestly i think people are attracted to that kind of i'm not just him but i mean anybody that does that 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 is just a very real person is not putting on advertising like you know like the ziggler woman who's advertising something that she's obviously not that's what makes people angry so when donald trump gets you know a a video about him grabbed by the whatever people are not that outraged by it because like well he didn't say he would do any different. You know, people were kind of expecting those things. So, and, and I told you this on the phone last night. I st- and I told Lindsay on the radio yesterday. I don't care if the Zigglers 
are having gay orgies. Yeah, I don't care. If either. if if they're trying to keep porn out of schools, I'm I'm guaranteed they don't want the type of stuff they're into taught in school. And that and that's the problem. And I think that's where this the LGBTQ stuff and this like Moms for Liberty doing stuff like this, they're not the same thing. That you know, kids they're not doing that in front of children. They're sure. not doing that and filming it and say, now, you, now go watch this video that we just made <laughs> right. for educational purposes. I hope they lock where, their iPads down around their own kids. Where they, continue <laughs> to, where they continue to try to push an, this LGBTQ agenda in schools. I don't care if there, there, there's LGBTQ people who are fighting against that agenda being taught in schools, just like there's straight people. that don't, I don't want uh, straight sex stuff taught in schools yeah. outside of sexual education classes. You know, and, and uh, that's to me, that's where the morality that I don't care what you do in your personal life. You know, as long as you're trying to keep this out of kids, there's a difference. We're talking about kids. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know I completely agree with that. We were discussing that last night. I think that's yeah, it's it, it's but but the problem is it just it takes you know, it doesn't matter, though. Right. I mean, the way publicly when it comes out, it's like people are like, oh, my God, lesbian three way, you know, this kind of stuff. And that just that sucks all the oxygen out of the room. And and that's, it, you know, it, it doesn't for me. I know it doesn't for you. And that's, and, and that's right. and it doesn't for me either because I don't care. But the Santos stuff doesn't. I, I, I don't care. But you know. But I think most people though that's that's what they see now. They're like you know somebody associated with the or this organization was involved in this kind of thing, and then that it just sucks oxygen on the room. I expect Washington D.C. politicians to be as fake as Santos. He just got caught. <laughs> let's take a let's take a break. We'll be right. back. I don't back. know about that fake. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto for all your automotive repair needs right there on Highway 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. Uh, guys, of course, whether it's check engine light, brakes need replaced, they can do it all. But what they specialize in is your ring and pinion and your front ends, rear ends, all that stuff. Get out there, get them checked out. They're going to get it diagnosed right the first time. I keep wondering how important that is. You know, it ain't a guessing game with Justin and his team over there. They're going to get it diagnosed right the first time. You you, you know exactly how much it's going to be. Price ain't going to change. Uh, not without your permission anyway. And and it's going to be fixed right. And you're not going to have to come back and deal with it. And it's going to be done in a timely manner. That's A1 Gear and Auto. Highway 49 South in Florence. Big white building, big red sign. If you're heading south on 49 it's going to be on your right-hand side right before you get to, get to Gunter Road. You can't miss it. That's A1 Gear and Auto. All right, Sean, we got some text here on the Guns and Gear mm-hmm. text line. They, these may be a little out of out of order. Uh, Wild Bills wanted to mention that uh, Biscuits and Blues on Main Street and Natchez are awesome, too. I wonder if Burgers and Blues owns that same company. No, I don't think so. Uh, so, fr- free shout-out for Biscuits. I thought it was an event is why I was reading it. <laughs> I don't mind plugging a free event. Uh, let's see here. Unknown texture. Nobody wants to stop at a red light in Jackson. Anyway, you might get shot. Now, look, I 100% understand that side of the argument. I, I, I do. Uh, Woodrow said uh, Santos was a party line voter. Um, unknown texture, 100% MAGA. Mike says, retired from JPD in 2015, worked a case at the Shell at Raymond and Terry Road, Sika owned store. Guy tried to rob the store, and the Sika beat the crap out of him. <laughs> Shell never got robbed again. 
telling you, man, we had a lot of those cases, a lot of those kind of cases where they, that would happen. And uh, it's kind of like even if you know the store owner wasn't six are good people. Seeking, yeah. Oh right. yeah. I mean yeah. I mean even if, like there was one case where the guy did get indicted. We were, I was telling you about at the break where. This guy um, shot a guy that came into the store and stole a case of beer. The guy that came in the store and sold a case of beer didn't have a gun, if I remember, but sold the case of beer around his car, and the store owner shot him. And uh, he actually went – he was indicted. He went to trial, and he was found not guilty. Yeah. But we all thought he was not guilty. At least I did at the time. Like, you know, I mean, because I just didn't you – know, how do you have a problem with that? I, I didn't. I mean, no, I mean, I mean you, you know, what you I have know. a problem with is the selective the selective prosecution of things in Jackson and the people, mm-hmm. you know, money, money, money and power. Get you off. Like I said, I just look back at Greta Bully. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know she got, she pled or whatever, but uh, she never really went to jail. Yeah. And, you know, what she did was bad. I mean, it kind of goes back to what you, what do you always like to say? F A F O. I mean, mm-hmm. if you go around and you walk into an Indian store and you steal a case of beer and you get shot, well, I mean, that's just what happens. Man, their culture is different than ours. You know, they ain't. Uh, Peefied, mm-hmm. you know like they, they, they yep. are they, they are a judge jury execution culture, and we're not here anymore. Unfortunately, I mean, don't steal stuff. How hard is that? Just yeah. don't steal the beer. I mean, yeah. and you won't start, get shot. I mean, I think they ought to just start taking criminals' hands and cutting them off. <laughs> we go. That's all. You go all the, Saudi at, Arabian on them at you know? the store. I think. The store. I think Habib ought to just 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 whack it off <laughs> yeah, right I'm there, the, and then then put it in the pickled pig's feet jar and sell it. Clay, don't give them any ideas because that'll be the next case that comes out of you know somewhere some of these stores at Jackson. Somebody got has got a scimitar and just knocked off a criminal's mm, hand. I like it. <laughs> you know that could uh, that would it. stop it. That would that would stop it. I mean, you know, I bet that. I wonder. I never looked in you. Know, that happened like around 2010. I wonder if that guy's store ever got robbed after that for several years. I'm sure it did at one point well, later. All, all the single moms be telling their kids, don't go in that store, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's like that kid, dude is going to shoot you if you steal, yeah. you know, a Fanta. I mean, you're going to get, yeah. you're gonna get yeah. shot. You, you will find out if you F around in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah look, I, I want to – we ain't got but a few minutes left. I kind of want to stay on this topic, and I, I'd like to get people's opinions on it. Uh, am I right? Am I wrong? Or am I just being realistic on I don't expect my politicians to actually live the life that they're voted – to represent and, and 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 are we okay with that as long as they vote the way they need to like if you run on if you if you tell me you're about family values i don't need you to actually be about family values i just need you to vote for laws that favor family values it, i don't care if you're gay i don't even care if you're that religious to be honest but as long as you go and you vote the way i need you to vote to keep this country afloat. I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. Do I like that we've gotten to this point? Absolutely not. I mean, I would like, uh, uh, Mary Jo said it great and you, you repeated it, Sean, that they'll, if they'll cheat on their, if they'll cheat on their spouse, they'll definitely cheat on us. You know, maybe we should start voting more single people up there. Well, I mean, also I think if you're a, you know, like I would just use the Trump example, the Bill Clinton example, if that's who you are, just be who you are. I gotta, I mean, I, I guess I, I just, if, if, I think, it's, again, it's a hypocrisy that bothers people, I think. Yeah. Like, we're, I was looking up this. And there, there wasn't when Trump got voted, now I'm a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care who else was, I don't care who else was available. There wasn't a, there was not a better option than Trump. But he, but I'm saying he didn't, yeah. I don't think he ever misrepresented who he no. was. Like, and that's in, and like. And I don't think Melania signed up for this too, thinking that he was going to be her one and only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. I, I think, that, I think they have a business arrangement yeah. that's working well for both of them. 
I mean, it's right, exactly. I think that's why. I mean, he's what forty years older than her, thirty yeah. years older than her. I mean, there you go. I mean, but, is it right in the eyes of the Lord? No, but is it working for them? Yes. I mean, like Bill, Bill and Hillary. Do we really think that they were ever in love? <laughs> no. That was a business arrangement. Too. That worked out well for them. I mean, yeah. you know, and that's working out well for Melania and Donald. I mean, it's just that's the way it is. I mean, sometimes that works out that way. I mean, we just had a guy run for governor in the state of Mississippi who was, uh, may or may not have had an arranged marriage. I mean, I think it looks apparent to all of us that that, that yeah. was what occurred, too. And see, again, that's a good point that you bring up. People think that you need to do that to get elected. They do things yeah. to get elected. Now, I'm not saying Donald Dude, I don't think Donald married Melania to get elected. I think he just no, did that because yeah. she was a hot supermodel. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think that's why he did that. But the um, but I mean, but there's so many times when people do things like we're talking about Brandon Presley and uh, Bill Clinton and those kind of situations where you think you got to like give this image that's you know that's not necessarily you. Yeah. I mean, you kind of just want the guy that's getting up there. It's like, yeah, man, I've got you know ten girlfriends and I hang out at the strip yeah. club, but I'll vote this way. Like that guy's getting my vote. Yeah. That By the guy, way, the the guns of your text line is seven six nine two four one. 1944. We'll take calls for another minute or two. Uh, 601-879-0002. And it did remind me of this other scandal we were talking about. So uh, Senator Larry Craig, I was bringing up at the break, back in 2007, he's a Republican senator from Idaho, and he went into a men's restroom at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, and he's tapping his foot, like tap, tap, tap. And apparently that's like a gay signal, like for another guy to come into your stall and so you guys can have sex. I, and, uh, and so he was tapping his foot, and they arrested him at the airport because I guess the police knew that this was this was like a signal for this. And uh, and of course he was a big family values guy and all that kind of stuff. Of course, and you know got busted. He just needed it so badly at the airport at that time. And and then so there was a called the foot tapping scandal. And then he uh, then later the the Minnesota Twins at their baseball game several weeks later sold these little bobbleheads. They were sitting on a toilet with like a tapping foot instead of a bobbly head. It was like a the foot would tap. All right, unknown. Uh, that, that's funny. I I I, I, I wasn't aware of that one. That one slid. <laughs> that happened before I was really paying attention. We need to do a special on like our favorite political sex scandals. Yeah, like just, a bunch of them. I mean, we could do a whole separate podcast on that. Yeah. I mean, like a weekly edition. Like weekly. Um, unknown texter said, "I think it's unrealistic to expect that people who live a certain way will vote against the way they live. It's human nature to want to do what's good for you." And if they vote against the way they're living, they're not doing what's good for themselves. For good, for the good of the nation, I think we need to elect people who have a modicum of respect and morality. Now, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying, I, unfortunately, I don't believe that that's the that's the reality anymore. Um, unknown Woodrow says Bill Elaine was a surprise governor because of his preferences. You know, and I've heard some of that too was a setup. Yeah, I've heard I've heard both sides. Like yeah, it I mean, was true, it was a setup. I, yeah. I'm willing to believe either, and but tr- truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I've heard I've heard different takes on that from several different people about what uh, uh, what actually occurred. Somebody texted in it too and just asked, "When is Mary Jo's next meeting?" It's this Thursday, six thirty. There is Liberty Church, I believe it's called. I'll uh, we'll close out the show with the details on that. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Here with Sean Yorkron. Sean, thank you for coming on today. I think we finally kind of got to the, you know, you'll you'll throw a bunch of stuff in a funnel and it'll finally start dripping out. Yeah. I think we threw a whole lot of stuff in the in the funnel. And right at the end of the show, it kind of dripped out into the context I was trying to get with talking about the morality. And we off air, we, I think we kind of stumbled on really what I'm looking for. I want traditional American values 
that don't necessarily have to. If they represent Christianity, great. I'm all for that as a Christian. Uh, but if we can just get back to traditional America first values, I can overlook a lot of this other stuff. You, you know, whatever your sexuality preferences are and any of this other stuff. Can we just get back to put, I need people to vote America first. Everything else will take care of itself if we put America first. And I know a lot of people are going to say, no, Clay, you got to put God first and the rest take care of itself. And you're not wrong. But that's unfortunately, that's not where we're at right now. We've got to salvage America, and then we can do the rest. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Podcast will be available here shortly. Uh, Sean, thank you for coming in. I will see you Friday. I'll be back here tomorrow. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.